0: It's the little things. That was what a handyman told me when he came around to our place. I said, you know, we've just got some little things to fix. I'm not good with tools and with handyman stuff. And he I said, "Look, it's only a few little things." He says, "It's always the little things." Those are the things that annoy you. And I could really relate to that. Door handles, and they just keep niggling at you every day. Oh, yeah, that handle needs to be fixed. Or well, it doesn't lock properly. The hinge is a bit broken. Now, what has this got to do with imposter syndrome? Well, the whole idea of imposter syndrome is that we're really stuck. We're just letting those little things, almost like a little monster or a little voice in, an, in your head that just keeps saying you're not good enough, you're not up to it. And for all of the advice and all of the people who are telling you that you're amazing, that you're incredible and so on, it's that little voice that keeps undermining you all the time. And so how do you take people seriously when you know deep inside that you're not enough, that you're not good enough? And this affects everything. It really does. Well, here's a little strategy that I have found so that those little things don't keep chipping away at you all day long. One thing that I do is I like to treat my imposter syndrome like it's a little monster inside my head. Now I'm not going to be able to silence that monster. I know that, but at least I can time uh, time check that monster. I can I can give set some boundaries. Here's a little little exercise that I did, which is actually give that monster a name. That monster of negativity. And it's really almost like a dog on a chain. Okay. Is that he's only going to bite you? My little monster has got a name. So you give your monster a name and (laughs) and you say, okay, that monster is is going to is not going to bite me unless I let him go close. So I'm actually going to book a time inside my calendar for that monster (laughs) and so when those little things come and annoy me and niggle at me if I can't fix them straight away I'm going to put that aside okay I'm actually going to have some time for a meltdown time for me to be doubting myself you know sometimes those little things can really become big imagine you're short of money And you've got, let's say you've got two cars, but one of the cars is like is nearly on empty. Don't ask me how I know this. And you just, every time you look at that car, you think, I can't drive it. Like, it's going to run out. I've got to go and fill it up. I've got to put some gas, some petrol, as we call it in Australia. I've got to put some in. But every time you're driving that car, you're just thinking, we're running out. We're running out. We're running like that light, that emergency, that alert light is going to come on. How far can I go? How long can I risk this? It's taking the attention off the road, off the reason that you're driving and focusing entirely on, on the fuel gauge. And that's not going to let you drive with confidence. Imposter syndrome does that to you as well. Imagine running out of toothpaste. Okay, you are got a little bit left, you're squeezing, you're squeezing, got, uh, you're just trying to ration it. You're focusing on the toothpaste and not on why you're brushing your teeth so you can move on to the next thing. So this mental shift is really critical, is to be able to, to put in some sort of boundaries, some sort of chain, not to get rid of the imposter monster, but to be able to say, you know what, this is, this is absolutely cramping my creativity, so I'm not going to give it oxygen. You know it's still there, and that's okay. But imagine you've got that full full tank of fuel in the car. It gives you confidence, doesn't it? It gives you confidence to be able to drive without focusing too much on something that's not important. Imagine you're running and you've got shoelaces and your shoelace, you know that your shoelaces are loose. Tighten them up. Replace the shoelace. Get it done. Get it out of the way. And then you say, "This is. So I'm not going to let this little thing get me down. Imagine that you've got a door that doesn't lock properly. Get it fixed. Get it done. Get it out of the way. It's amazing how often there are things that we doubt ourselves about that we're actually already doing. The number of people who have said to me, um, I'm no good on video. They've said it about themselves, not about me. They said they're not good on video. I say, that's really interesting because you've you've actually just told me that on a video call. You're actually on camera right now. Yeah, yeah, but that's different. I'm not recording. Oh, okay. So how can we record it in a way that makes it be just doing what you're doing right now? Is it okay if I get you to say that again, but we'll actually record it? It'll only go for 30 seconds. What do you think? Really make it easy. The number of times that people say "Mm, they could never write a book, I say, well, that's fine. But do you think you could record a little call, a little audio with me? Do you think we could transcribe that or even just include the audio or a little video and that becomes a whole chapter of your book? We could do that the number of times that people say they can't do what they're already doing. And so my advice is really to look at those little things, those little habits that are telling you I'm not good enough. Those little things that are saying I'm not up to scratch. Uh those that audience that voice inside your head that's telling you this you know, I'm a perfectionist, I need to procrastinate. I'm not ready. I'm not confident. And you just ask yourself, well, are all of these other people wrong and my judgment is so perfect that I'm the one who decides that I'm not good enough? How about instead of giving a voice to all of those little things that keep niggling at you all day, we shut that voice down? <clears throat> we put that dog or that little monster on a chain. Still going to be barking there. That's okay. Still going to be barking at times but is not going to be the one who's going to dominate, who's going to take over the microphone and is going to dominate the whole message and undermine everything in your business and in your life. Because you know deep down that at some things you are good enough. In fact, you are probably pretty brilliant at some things. Sure, you've got a lot of gaps. That's okay. So have I. But at some things at least, admit it, you're pretty awesome. This is Anthony English on the Imposter Syndrome podcast. Thanks for listening. Would you like my personal coaching to help you overcome imposter syndrome and price confidently? Book a call with me using the link in the show notes.